0: It looks like it's 5:15. I will call to order the July 12th meeting of the Iowa City Board of Adjustment. May I have a roll call of members in uh, attendance?
1: Baker? Here. Swigert? Here. Carlson? Here. Russo? Here. Parker? We're having some technical difficulties with him tonight. Okay. At this
0: time, I will read a statement describing our board and procedures. Um, The Board of Adjustment is a quasi-judicial body created by the City of Iowa City according to state statutes. The board's purpose is to decide on applications for variances with the Zoning Ordinance, appeals of decisions of city officials, and applications for special exceptions requested under the Zoning Ordinance. The Board of Adjustment is an independent volunteer board made up of Iowa City residents and is not part of the City Administration. We are assisted in our work by the City Attorney's Office and by Planning staff. Prior to this meeting, Board members received the materials submitted by the applicant, the staff report, reviewing the application, and any correspondence submitted by members of the public. Board members have not discussed the application or its merits with each other, staff, the applicant, or any other member of the public in advance of this meeting. All consideration and discussion by the board takes place in open meeting here tonight where we also have an opportunity to hear from the public. The board bases its decisions on facts and evidence allowed by city code presented in open meeting. Concise and truthful testimony helps us a great deal in our decision making. We ask that if you wish to speak that you come to the podium, print your name and address on the sign-in sheet and speak clearly into the microphone so your testimony can be heard by all present and by our minute taker as all testimony becomes part of the public record. We ask that the proceedings be orderly and that when you are testifying you address your remarks to the board if this hearing becomes likely we may ask that testimony be focused on new facts or on information not only present not already presented the order of proceedings for each application will be an oral report by staff summarizing the issues of the case and staff's recommendations an opportunity for the applicant to speak, an opportunity for any other interested parties to speak for or against the application, an opportunity for final statements and arguments by the applicant and staff. The board will discuss the issues and evidence, state its findings, and vote on a motion. Motions are always made in the affirmative. Um, at this time, I will open the public hearing for EXC 23007.
2: I'd like to, um, just interject. Um, um, I I consulted with the, um, city attorney's office. Um, uh, it is the case that I was retained by... Uh, the applicant, Doug Fern, um, within the last year to uh, design work on his house. Um, that project is completed. Um, there are no further obligations on either parties uh, for either party, um, the, the city attorney's office determined that I had no legal conflict, uh, um, but that I uh, have to make the determination myself that I can be fair and impartial about it. And I believe I can. I do not see it necessary for me to recuse myself at this point. But if the board feels otherwise, I'm certainly happy to go along with that.
1: No. 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 Okay. Okay. Um, Before Madison starts her presentation, Bryce Bryce Parker just joined us. Bryce, can you hear us okay?
3: I can hear you. It's just not pleasant listening to conversation, but uh, I'll try to stick with it as long as possible.
1: Okay. Thanks. Okay,
0: so I will open the public hearing for EX-323-007. Will the city planner give the staff
4: report? Yeah, good evening everyone, thanks for having me. Um, My name is Madison Conley, I'm one of the associate planners with the City of Iowa City, and I'm here tonight to go into more detail on the staff report for Case EXC 230007. So this application is submitted by Doug Fern of Faith Academy, who is requesting a special exception to allow the expansion of general educational facility in the community commercial CC2 zone for the property located at 1030 Cross Park Avenue. There we go. Okay, so to start on the screen, you can see that there is an aerial view of the property in that white border there. Um, So that is a map depicting that. To the east portion of the property, there's Broadway Street, and then at that south bottom portion, there's Cross Park Avenue. On the second slide here, you can see that this is the zoning map. So the property is zone CC2, um, community commercial, and then the neighboring properties are multifamily, which include RM44. Um, To get into the background of Faith Academy, it is known as a private elementary school, which is located in the back of a commercial building in Pepperwood Plaza. Um, To start in 2013, there was a special exception approval for the general education facility um, to serve 25 kindergarten and first graders with a condition that required um, another special exception if enrollment increased over 50 students and or if an addition um, of 500 or more square feet was to be requested. And then uh, furthering on in 2014, there was another special exception granted which increased enrollment and square footage of the school. And this included a condition that required another special exception if enrollment increased over that 105 student capacity and or if there was an addition of 500 or more square feet to the building. Then in 2019, there was another special exception approved to expand the square footage of the school over 500 square feet. Um, This also included a condition that required another special exception if enrollment increased over 105 students and or if, if there was an addition of 500 or more square feet. So that leads us to today, which um, Faith Academy is requesting to increase the number of students um, from 105 to 150. Um, However, they are not proposing to expand any portion of the building area. So as you can see on the screen here, we have um, one of two pictures of the site plan for this property. Okay the laser is working, so um, let's start here. If you look to the east of the property, you can see that there is a one-way drive going all the way down to the south um, portion of the property at Cross Park Ave. So um, to start, when people do enter this property, um, they will enter through Off-Broadway Street, um, entering right here at the top, following that um, directional pavement marking arrow, and then continuing down that one-way drive. And then at the second arrow here, you can see that um, there is the main school entrance. So once um, vehicles do enter, this is where they will go ahead and drop off or pick up the students, Um, and then they can utilize that existing pedestrian walkway to um, enter the main entrance of the school. Here in red, it's a little small, but you can see that there is um, a proposed one-way do not enter sign um, to be posted to help clarify uh, traffic flow of the one-way. And then at the bottom of that, you can see that there are some vehicular parking spaces as well as a two-way traffic access here from Cross Park Avenue. And there will be some proposed directional arrows to help clarify traffic flow um, for the property here. And then on the west portion of the building, there is a church entrance um, marked at this point here. And then to continue on, here is a second picture of the site. So to kind of explain how this works, we'll continue from what we were talking about on that one-way drive. Um, you can see here um, at the bottom near Cross Park Avenue, there is a width um, that helps depict the, the, the footage of the drive, which is uh, 24 feet. Uh, then here you can see that there has been some screening um, proposed to be implemented along that east portion and the south portion of the property. Um, as you continue on, you can see here in this little area, there is a proposed expanded and relocated bike parking. Um, so it, it was existing over here in this corner, and it is now um, proposed to be placed here and paved. And then as you can see, there are some pedestrian existing pedestrian walkways um, that allow students and users to access the building. In this green space here, um, it is a fenced in play area for the students to utilize during the school school day as well as other community members. And then um, if we look towards um, the west portion here, you can see that there are um, a number of vehicle parking spaces as well as a neighboring commercial uh, retail use. So this is also known as the African market, which will come up later in um, the staff report. But uh, number 10 here depicts two commercial tenant parking spaces that um, have been existing in that area. And then as you can see to the right of that, there is a yellow striping. So this is um, a proposed pavement marking to help delineate this play area from the parking spaces here. And then as you can see um, to the south of the building right in this area is that um, paved basketball court and then some other games are included paved as well. Um, I will explain that further in the staff report and then number here, uh, number two here next to this car, that is the second entrance of Faith Academy. And then um, I believe that is what we have shown on site. So let's continue on and get into some pictures. So here is a view uh, looking northwest from Broadway Street. We have a view of the one-way drive as well as the front um, facade of Faith Academy, as well as the parking spaces. And then here we get into a little bit um, more detail on what the one-way drive is looking like. So as you can see, that left-hand picture um, shows the one-way drive, and that middle picture here shows the full capacity of that drive um, going, going all the way down, including that, um, that two-way drive entrance. And then once again, there's the main entrance for um, the school and then as we uh, move along the west side of the building uh, we can see on that left hand side there's that existing fence to fence in the play um, the playground area and then there um, is existing uh, pedestrian walkways as well as some parking spaces here in that west parking lot there is one of the existing bike racks and then moving along continuing west we have the pavement markings which demonstrate or show the, the games that have been existing in this area um, near the second entrance, as well as that existing um, basketball hoop and court. So it is the role of the Board of Adjustment to approve, approve with conditions, or deny the application um, based on the facts presented. To approve the special exception, the Board must find that it meets all applicable approval criteria. Those include specific standards which pertain to the waiver requested, as well as the general standards for all special exceptions. To start, we'll go over the specific standards, also known as 144B4D9, um, general educational facilities in the CC2 zones. So, this first criteria states that the use will be functionally compatible with surrounding uses and will not inhibit retail and service uses for which the zone is primarily intended. And the board may consider such factors as size, layout, size, and scale of the development, and traffic circulation. So the staff findings for this criteria include um, there being an entrance on that south side, which is located away from the commercial area of the property and the customer parking area. The second bullet point here states that the one-way rear drive is used for drop-off and pickup in a location that does not interfere with um, the traffic in the commercial area. Then we have the student drop-off pickup times, which don't interfere or impact the surrounding uses and deliveries. And ultimately, staff recommends a condition to create a clear delineation between the play area and parking lot. And due to this recommended delineation, um, there were existing parking spaces in that play area that are now relocated along the west wall of the building. So access to the neighboring commercial space will be maintained. Number two states that the use must provide a drop off and pick up area in a location that is convenient to or has good pedestrian access to the entrance of the facility. The drop off and pick up area must contain sufficient stacking spaces and or parking spaces to ensure that traffic does not stack into adjacent streets or other public rights of way. Staff findings here include that a rear one way drive is used for drop off and pick up and located just east of the main entrance with pedestrian access to that main entrance. And that one way, not one way, excuse me, that drive um, in total is approximately 500 feet, and that runs north and south along the length of the building, and this will provide enough stacking for more than 25 cars. Additionally, this will help prevent traffic spillover out onto Broadway Street. Um, Then we have student modes of transport, we know that at least 30% utilize Faith Academy owned transportation, which does park in the parking lot on the west side of the building. And one third of the students attend a Boys and Girls After School program, which is in the suite north of the school. And this can um, contribute to less traffic at pickup. Number three here states that the site must be designed to promote safe and convenient pedestrian bicycle and vehicle circulation to the school according to the standards set forth in subsection 14 C6F. So here we have staff findings um, that go over pedestrian walkways, bicycle parking, and vehicular circulation. So to start with pedestrian walkways, um, per the site plan, you can see that there are existing walkways that connect to the main entrance um, and then to other sidewalks. For the bicycle parking, there is the proposed bike rack on the site plan, um, which is near the playground area, including five required bicycle parking spaces that are required by code. To continue on the standard, we have vehicle circulation. So, staff recommends a condition that requires approval of a site plan, um, which includes directional arrows for the one way and two way drive, delineation of the parking area from the play area, restriping of all parking spaces, and a do not enter sign um, placed at the entrance of the one way. Now we can get into the General Standards, also known as 14.4B3A, Special Exception Review Requirements first one here states that the specific proposed exception will not be detrimental to or endanger the public health, safety, comfort, or general welfare. Staff findings um, state that the school has been operating at this location since 2013 with no reported health or safety issues. Additionally, the proposed expansion would allow for an enrollment increase to 150 students and will not impact the current square footage of the school. Staff is recommending a condition that future expansion of the school enrollment and or footprint will require a special exception similar to the previous special exceptions. Number two, we have the specific proposed exception will not be injurious to the use and enjoyment of other property in the immediate vicinity and will not substantially diminish or impair property values in the neighborhood. Staff findings include, once again, that Faith Academy has been in operation since 2013. Um, the school does maintain limited hours of operation, which are 7.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., and these times do not conflict with commercial, uh, peak commercial times in the area. Faith Academy does not plan to expand the building with any additions, and typically places of worship and schools are seen as amenities in a neighborhood. Number three, we have the establishment of the specific proposed exception will not impede the normal and orderly development and improvement of the surrounding property for uses permitted in the district in which such property is located. Staff findings here include that the school has been in operation for the past 10 years without impeding normal and orderly development. There is viable commercial activity in the front part of the building facing Pepperwood Plaza parking lot. The school entrance or I'm sorry, the school has an entrance located on the south side of the building that faces neighboring residences and is separate from the commercial area to the north. And staff recommends a new special exception application is required if the school plans to increase square footage of the building over 500 square feet and or expand the enrollment over that 150 student limit. Number four, um, state's adequate utilities, access roads, drainage, and or necessary facilities have been or are being provided. The findings here include that utilities, access roads, drainage, and or necessary facilities have been and already are provided and will continue to be provided. Adequate measures have been or will be taken to provide ingress or egress designed to minimize traffic congestion on public streets. Staff found that the drive is the one way uh, for pickup and drop off and the recommended condition would require directional arrow markings as well as a do not enter sign to um, be posted and minimize traffic congestion to help minimize traffic congestion and clarify the traffic flow. Um, 30% of the student body does use that Faith Academy owned transportation which does park in the west parking lot while the remaining portion of students utilize private vehicles through the east drive. Additionally, many students are siblings and plan to arrive together. Number six has, except for the specific regulations and standards applicable to the exception being considered, the specific proposed exception in all other respects conforms to the applicable regulations or standards of the zone in which it is to be located. Staff has found that a site plan application will need to include a landscaping plan in order to ensure that S2 screening requirements are met. Other than that, all other CC2 zone requirements are met. Number seven, the proposed exception will be consistent with the comprehensive plan of the city as amended. Staff has found that the comprehensive plan calls for neighborhood elementary schools as an integral part of a healthy, sustainable neighborhood. And schools also provide a relationship with the surrounding neighborhood that facilitates social connections, identity, and the well-being of families whose children attend these schools. Also, the South District Plan does see the neighborhood um, schools, especially elementary schools, as an integral um, as integral to healthy, sustainable neighborhoods. Then we have correspondence. Um, Staff has received one piece of correspondence in support of this application from the Good News Bible Church, and this correspondence can be found in your packet. And finally, we have staff recommendation. Staff recommends approval of exc 2300 to allow the expansion of the general educational facilities student enrollment from 105 to 150 students in the community commercial CC2 zone located at 1030 Cross Park Avenue, subject to the following conditions. First, we have submittal of a site plan that demonstrates consistency with the site plan submitted with a special exception case. And this site plan will show directional arrows for the one way and two way drive, delineation between the play area and the parking area, restriping of all parking spaces, and a do not enter sign um, posted at the end of the one way drive. And condition number two includes an enrollment of more than 100 student, 150 students, or an addition of more than 500 square feet of floor area will be considered an expansion of the use, which in turn requires a new special exception. And that is the staff finding. so thank you. Are there
0: any questions from the board? Larry, do you have any questions?
4: Uh,
5: yeah, a couple of really quick ones just to help me understand a couple of things. Um, Do you know, are there any state regulations that govern the ratio between classroom size and number of students in the classroom? And parallel to that, are there any regulations about the size of a recreational area for a school relevant to the number of students in the school?
4: That's a good question.
1: I, I I don't know what the state regulations are related to private schools. The applicant may.
5: Okay. Um, but, but you're saying there are regulations for public schools? Or public
1: schools. I don't know. Okay. The the city does not have any regulations like you're describing for
5: this facility. I'm just wondering if there's any other process this applicant has to go through other than the city.
1: That may be a question for the applicant.
5: One, one final question. Uh, on finding number six, um, It says a site plan application will be needed and this site plan must include a landscaping plan to ensure S2 screening is met. Um, Can you show us on the map where that screening would be and is it the same screening issue that's mentioned in the applicant's response asking for a waiver of that screening requirement?
4: Okay, so um, here is the site plan that we can reference. and I'm I'm sorry I was clicking through all the slides. Can you repeat that one more time?
5: The the uh, screening required in number six. Right. Is it the same screening that the applicant is requesting a waiver of? It?
4: So yes, um, the applicant is requesting a waiver of screening along the mural portion of the drive. So it is the same same screening. It, can you show that on? Yes, I can. So um, here is. Uh, that one-way drive, and then this is where the mural is located on the east portion of this wall. And according to code, it is required to have drive screened to the S2 standards in this um, CC2 zone. Um, so this is what the applicant um, so is the requesting. So the
5: screening along Broadway would go up towards... That's correct. Go, show me how far the screening would have to go up.
4: Um, I believe the screening would go all the way up on the whole portion of the drive, so let me go back to this other photo that might help clarify. So the screening would need to be from this end um, of the Cross Park Ave all the way up the drive here to the entrance um, right along Broadway Street.
5: And would that screening involve any obstruction of the
2: view of the... Yes, it would. Okay. Is that screening there now?
4: Uh, There there is no screening along this portion now, um, but there are some how would you there, there has been some screening in this area but um, it would need to be re-implemented to um, qualify to the S2 standard or S2 screening requirements.
1: And if I could just interject the waiver that's being
4: requested is not
1: A decision of the board of adjustment it's a waiver that's made um, by our building official so that would be reviewed by our building official not the board
5: okay so we would have to approve the screening first and then it would he would apply to the building official for the waiver yes okay
4: yes does that answer your question yes okay
5: thank
2: you that's it I have a question Is the only purpose of the two-way area, the two-way drive, is the only purpose of that to provide access to those parking spots?
4: So your question was, is the purpose of this two-way drive to provide access to the parking spots? Um, Yes, I would say yes.
2: Is is that a pinch point? I mean, is that there now?
4: Um, This does exist now. Um, Not only does it provide access to those parking spots, but for people exiting the one-way, they can exit through. Um, the two-way, but uh, I'm not sure what pinch point means.
2: Well, it just looks like
4: oh yeah, the mic. Oh the
2: yeah, of course. <laughs> um, it it just looks like it under load it could get tight there. That's all. I, I'm just curious. I don't know. I mean, if it's there, I understand. But if it's if this is all sort of being reconsidered and reconfigured, why couldn't it just all be? wouldn't it be safer to just all be one way or is that sort of out of the question?
4: Well, we we do know that this um, property has been operating since 2013 and it does sound like everything has been flowing correctly. I understand with um, an addition to the student capacity, there might be some congestion, but I believe with the proposed um, clarification of those signs that are to be posted, as well as the directional arrows, that might help to mitigate some of the the traffic congestion. Um, I guess the other thing I would add is that
1: the the width of the drive meets the minimum standard for a two-way drive. So it could function according to our standards as a two-way drive. Okay. Do you have any
0: questions,
3: Paul? Not for staff right now. Thank you. Uh,
0: I have a couple questions. Were, were uh, Was the uh, information sent out to the appropriate people you're supposed to send out uh, to people within 250 feet? And I didn't see anything in the report that that had been done, and I wanted to know especially about the African uh, grocery store. Yeah,
4: good question. Um, there there was notice sent out to, uh, I believe, at least 500 um the the neighbors within 500 feet of the property. And in terms of the African market, um, we found that the expansion of enrollment would not impede the delivery times or um, operation of the African market. as we know, it has been in existence along with Faith Academy for some time, and um, we know that the delivery hours of the African market is once a day, and it it, it is not in conflict with um, the operation of the school.
0: But the African market was
1: contacted. Um, I- I don't know I, I don't know all of the number the people who are on this list but it was owners within 500 feet um, there was also a sign posted on the property um, we haven't received any correspondence from from those owners
2: usually don't we get the list
0: yeah, yeah. Usually, usually we get, we get a, the list, get a list of the things and we and it wasn't included in the packet so that's why I'm asking okay so was there also a good neighbor meeting
3: held no okay Okay. So I do have a question. Uh, Just a a clarification for myself. On page three of the staff report, under, um, towards the bottom, findings, in the portion of the paved area is used for both outdoor play and parking. In that paragraph, it says, additionally, staff recommends as a condition to create a clear delineation between the play area and parking lot, two parking spaces behind the African market identified as the commercial space on the site plan be relocated to the southwest side of the building. So you're relocating two parking spaces that were previous that were assigned to the school, so that they are now designated for the African market.
1: But um, those, can you go to the next slide? Those two spaces, I think, are the the two spaces that are shown here as existing parking spaces there, Um, and. For the purposes of this um, school, they need 20 parking spaces, so they've identified um, parking that's further away from that um, yellow line that's delineated there. So the the 20 parking spaces are met um, through those red numbers that you see on the plan. So they're um, they're not relocating the the African market parking, they will still have access to their site um, with the existing parking that's there.
3: Okay. I just didn't understand what was being relocated in the, the wording that's in the staff yeah. report.
4: Yeah, I understand. I apologize.
3: That's okay. I just needed a little cleric- yeah, clarification. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you.
4: Okay. The African market has
2: its main access is from the plaza, right? Not from this side?
4: Well, the deliveries do come in deliveries the back. come
2: from the, the, the south. south portion yeah. here, yes. But the main access is from the north. I yep. Think. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Will the applicant please uh, sign in, giving your full name and address, and present your testimony?
6: Right, My name is Doug Fern. I'm the head of School of Faith Academy. Um, First, I just want to thank you, staff, for your uh, recommendations. It's been really helpful. Um, And just a couple of things to point out. Um, Larry, one of the questions you asked was just in terms of governing authority to sort of determine the ratio between student enrollment and I think outdoor space. Is that your question? Is that right? Uh, Student
5: enrollment and recreational space. Yeah. 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 That's one. And then student enrollment and classroom size.
6: Yep. The, the, what, what classroom size do you need for X number of students? Sure, um, because it's a K through currently it's a K through six school. Um, really, it's, it's it's a city. I mean, we fall under sort of city ordinances and just uh, the, the, because we do not serve pre K daycare, you know, those that that governing authority would be the Department of Health and Human Services. Is that right? Um, would be who would regulate that? But as an elementary school, there's no outside authority that would have to come in and say you need X amount of square footage. Or for recreation purposes, because we start at kindergarten. So, okay. So you start at kindergarten be, now and go through through six. Sixth.
5: Yeah. So, if you change that, would if that we were
6: to, yeah, if we were to go younger, then we would need the Department of Health and Human Services would tell us um, how many square footage we would need for X amount of students. Right, and you are going younger, right? No, we're not. We I have. But no, you're going. Oh. Nope, we're just increasing the enrollment. Part, part of what is, you know, the reason why we're doing this is because Iowa City School, currently we're a K through six school, and next year Iowa City School District is moving sixth grade into junior high. And so next year we plan to expand into uh, you know, maybe junior high or serve more students going that direction, not the, not the opposite. So we just anticipate a need to be able to serve more students in the future, but not younger students. Okay. Uh, my note here was that the way I'm reading the staff report now is you currently
5: offer seven grades? Yep, K through six. Okay, and then you're going to go to ten
6: grades? Correct. Okay, Yeah. but you're not going to change the earliest grade level correct okay yeah so the, there would be no additional governing authority that would regulate us in that in that way so yeah. And then Mark, I might just, your, your question about just the pinch point there. I mean, really the, you know, one of the, the city has made it uh, pretty clear that the, the the front access or the access to the school needs to stay on the residential side, not on the commercial side. I see. And so the school entrance is right there where those parking spaces are. And so throughout the day, there'll be a number of staff that are part-time or I deliveries see. or things like that, that just need to kind of come in and, and swoop out real, real quick. Um, so that typically does not happen around drop off and pick up times um, so that's that's kind of why those spaces are I think the two-way drive it keeps people from having to drive all the way down the alley during the sort of the, the normal um, working hours of the day the other thing I would just point out too is in that one-way drive I don't think the picture quite uh, shows it but there is there's parking all along that building um, it's slanted back towards the one-way and so those those spaces aren't' um, accounted for in this picture but um, you know staff will use those spaces throughout the day as well so um, there's ample parking there the other thing I would just make a comment about is the screening um, for us it's really important I mean we, we see the the school as being just a vital part of the neighborhood and re- really we want to be a blessing to the community in the neighborhood that we're in um, again not pictured in there is last year we raised about $150,000 to put a significant playground there that we just want to bless the community with so there's students that, that go there on the weekend and in the evenings and things like that and so Our concern with the screening was we just don't want to put anything in that would sort of make it feel like that wasn't a welcome space for the neighborhood. Um, So that's kind of the reason why we had asked that. And then we had worked sort of initially when when, uh, we bought the building um, to uh, alongside of the I guess at that point it would have been the South neighborhood district association um, To really clean up all the screening that was along Broadway there. It was overgrown It was uh, just uninviting. It did not look nice And so if one of those pictures that I think you had has showed a picture of some of the plantings that are there now So my only concern with the screening honestly is I would want it to be a part of um, Angie and many of her friends have gone to a, a lot of work to sort of beautify the neighborhood And I would hate to sort of undo that with just haphazard Screening that um, is going to just not look nice. So that was kind of the only concern. I'd love to work with others to make sure that whatever we do there just looks beautiful. So.
5: So you would you were going to be asking for a waiver of the screening from Cross Park all the way up the side of the, all the way to the entrance on the uh, north side.
6: That was our hope, but I think staff came back with this sort of, maybe just recommendation that we just limit the screening right there, which I think is feasible. The only concern there, again, is that there's some really nice beds that have been planted. And obviously during the winter, they don't provide any screening. Um, Now they look really nice, but uh, anyways, so yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, my, Initial
5: concern when I read this was that uh, I had no problem with the play area being screened, but I understood your concern about screening off the uh, visibility of the actual mural, yeah. which I thought was a vast improvement yeah. visually in that yeah. area. Um, so what I'm hearing now is you are going to keep the screening on the play area, or yeah,
6: no? this is our plan right now is to do what's what's okay. pictured there. Yeah, so okay, great.
0: But the play area really is not screened. The screening is only where the cars are parked, so there's a very small amount between just be, between the playground and the two-way drive. And then there's a larger amount on the west side of the playground area to screen the cars. And then on the other side of that entranceway, there is another small amount of screening. So the playground itself is still visible Correct. from the street. And the playground is uh, enclosed by a chain link fence. There is a, there is a gate. Correct. So that you can go in, but that would be visit, would still be visible from the street.
6: Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we, we feel good with the staff recommendation here. So yeah. Okay. Um, and then maybe just one last comment is in the last year, or so this picture is a little dated, but Southgate the owners of the property immediately to the west of our facility, they have completely redone the whole back area there. So they've turned it into some long-term storage. It used to be Slumberland, and so there's lots more traffic. Um, where now the, the traffic on the backside, the concern maybe with the parking and the play area, has is greatly reduced. Um, just wanted to bring that to staff's attention. So there's not as much traffic coming in and out of that back area as there once was. So outside of that, I don't have any other comment. Thank you. Oh, oh, oh sorry. One more question. <laughs> hey, okay. not, yep. so, not so easy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you
5: have something?
3: I I have a question. Um, So with the expanded number of students, Mm -hmm. you currently have 10 classrooms. How many classrooms will you expand to with the additional students?
6: We don't have, we don't currently have 10 classrooms. We currently will be, this fall, we'll be planning on serving uh, eight classrooms. Okay. Yeah, so we've, this plan will allow us to expand K through eighth grade um, in, in the future if we need to. Is that, is that answering your question?
3: Sort of. Okay. The reason I ask is because the number of parking spaces is tied to the number of classrooms, sure. correct? Yeah. I just And currently, you've exceeded the number of parking spaces required based on the number of classrooms.
6: Sure, part of the reason why I pointed out there's a bunch of unaccounted for parking spaces on the far east side of that of that building that aren't on there right now. So technically there is, you know, ample parking, but we just kind of felt like it wasn't necessary to draw attention to all of the spaces on the backside, so.
3: And uh, staff mentioned that you'll have expanded bike parking.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: How much bike parking do you have?
6: Well, currently we have one bike rack, but there's a little. we're going to pour a little concrete pad up there by the two-way drive, and then we're going to put in, I think the requirement is to have, uh, is it five is the number? Yeah, so.
3: And again, that's based on number of classrooms and number of parking spaces yes. that yeah. determines.
6: So, I, I mean, I anticipate we'll do more than that, mm-hmm. so, yeah.
0: And wait,
5: do you have any questions? Okay. I have um, one more question. Just to help me understand something, your process here—you um, y- use the rationale of um, p- on parking that a lot of your student body is related, and so the number of anticipated vehicles would be uh, diminished. Um, Do you have the, do you actually have the data about how many are siblings within your school now?
6: Maybe, you can imagine this time of year, enrollment just constantly is, is a moving target. So it's hard to give you a definitive number like today exactly, what it will be in the fall. And even then when we start, it changes. Students add, they, they leave, you know, it's kind of the nature of the school, right? Okay. So um, it's hard to give a, a solid number. And that wasn't, I don't think that was for parking so much as it was about just traffic flow in general. Okay. Yeah, like, so. Um.
5: Are the, do you anticipate that since you're going up in grade level, mm-hmm. you'll retain some of your current students who will continue up through in your school? Um, and so if that, uh, the reason I ask about siblings is if they had s- siblings currently, then I see this, this rationale working out. Yeah. Um, you're asking for an increase of uh, 50. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea of how long it will take you to reach that number? I don't think long. So you'd have to come back in again for another exception? Yeah. Okay. When you say not that long, a couple of years?
6: Probably not even that. (laughs) I mean, the reality is we're, you know, this year we have, I mean, a couple of things. The majority of our students that we serve are, um, uh, immigrant families, many of them are very unfamiliar with um, new legislation that's passed. So the increase in our enrollment has has not been because of new legislation. Uh, Most of the families who call us, it's word of mouth, we've hardly done any advertising about our school at all. Um, And that's the design, that's part of the unique focus of our school, and so, um, part of what we have just seen a lot in the last couple of years, we've just had extended waiting lists that we've had to say no to for students. And part of the reason is because if a student wants to, family wants to enroll their kindergartner and they also have a fourth grade student, but we don't have room in the fourth grade class, we've just had to say no, you know. So our number has kind of always been around the 90 to 100 mark. Um, and we're, as we have had to make this decision to increase to junior high, we anticipate that now we'll, there'll be less families that will have to make a decision, send my, my five-year-old to this school, and my you know 11 or 12 year old to this other school um, so we just anticipate that we'll be able to kind of keep families together you know for a longer period of time and um, so 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 far this year we've already we've already our enrollment is already at the 105 mark um, without having to add seventh or eighth grade. So we, we anticipate that as we go up to junior high, families, there'll be more families that will choose to, to send their their students to us because we'll be able to serve them longer. Okay. So. And so
5: you can accommodate the increase in students without increasing space? We can, yep. Okay. At what point, at what number do you have to increase your space? If you're gonna to go to 150, I, I would say fairly soon, Yeah. Um, and do you have the capacity to expand space within the building, or does it involve actual building additional space?
6: Yeah, we, we, would, have the, we would have the option to build it out in the space. There's, there's a good chunk of the space right now that's just a shell that we could go in and build. We did this about two years ago. where We built out um, some of that shell to accommodate some of the growth. So there's still room for that. So we wouldn't need to be necessarily add square footage. We could add classrooms without adding square footage, is I guess what I'm saying. Great, thank yeah. you.
0: Thank you. Any other questions? Bryce, do you have any questions if you're with us?
3: I do not. Uh, The applicant was very thorough, I thought. Okay. Thank you. All
5: right. Great.
0: Thank Thank you.
5: you.
0: Okay. Are there any others who would like to speak in support of this uh, exception? Please sign your name and your address.
7: hi my name is Angie Jordan I'm the executive director of South of six business District I'm also the president of the, the current president of the South uh, South District neighborhood Association and I'm a resident in the South District for the past eight years and have worked in that area for the past 15 years um, so I just want to everything that's already been said just uh, as a resident especially supporting this application um, faith Academy has been so huge in the Iowa City's plan about the, the Connecting schools and all that—I mean, it is the example. That's what every school should be doing. That playground—that's not pictured here because this is an older picture. Um, There's so many residents. Uh that do not attend that school, and families on the weekends and evenings that use that area. So when I'm, I'm glad that the waiver, I'm glad that uh, Faith Academy is putting in that, one, don't block our mural, but two, that visibility and that exclusion, you can feel it when you can't see it. And so just here wanting tips. I know it's not through you guys, but just putting it out there. If you can't see it, it doesn't feel like you're welcome, um, no matter how green and lush it looks. And then the other piece too is the mural and the landscape that's been six years of work and over twenty thousand dollars of fundraising by the neighborhood to create um and so it's it again just putting it out there the the love that's gone into it uh you know hopefully it doesn't get blocked off so thank you, thank you.
0: okay is there anyone else who would like to uh speak either in support or in opposition Okay. Uh, Does the staff have any additional comments? No. Okay, does the board have any final questions for the staff or the applicant? I have one question, and it concerns the, uh, what is it? Your final, what is it? We don't want to do it here. Uh, Your staff recommendation uh... Uh, recommends approval of the you know the X, and then it has the conditions okay in the page on page six it said a site application will be needed and the site plan must include a landscaping plan to ensure s2 screening is met okay all the other things that were supposed to be put in are in the staff recommendation for that the uh, screening thing was not included. uh, Does that need to be put in there also?
1: Um, The screening and the landscaping plan don't need to be a condition because it would be required by our code.
0: Okay. That's all I need to know. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Do we need any other additional information? Okay. If not, I will close the public hearing. May I have a motion to consider this exception?
5: I would move uh, that we approve um, issue EXC 23-0007, a special exception to allow the expansion of the general educational facility, student enrollment from 105 to 150 students, and the community commercial CC2 zone located at 1030 Cross Park Avenue, subject to the following conditions. Submittal of a site plan that demonstrates consistency with the site plan submitted with a special exception case, and that site plan shall show directional arrows for the one-way and two-way drive, delineation between the play area and the parking area, restriping of all parking spaces, and a do not enter sign added at the end of the one-way drive. An enrollment of more than 150 students or an addition of more than 500 square feet of floor area will be considered an expansion of the use that requires a new special exception.
3: Second.
0: Okay. Discussion.
5: Um, I think it's a good improvement to the neighborhood. Uh, improvement to an existing operation. Uh, I would encourage them to seek that waiver on screening, and uh, I'm enthusiastically support this.
3: Paula. Pretty much said it all.
0: It's exciting to see a uh, project like this come before us. Uh, And I wish you luck. Okay, so um, may I have a motion of approval?
7: Just need the findings
0: we just need the findings okay so here that's this little thing do you want to do it mark <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay uh I think
2: it's this one. you read the little thing no changes from staff report. no changes okay. regarding regarding item exc where's the All right. Regarding EXC 23-0007, I concur with the findings set forth in the staff report of July 12th, 2023, and conclude that the general and specific sa- standards are satisfied. Unless amended or opposed by another board member, I recommend that the board adopt the findings in the staff report for the approval of this application.
5: Second? Or is that required?
0: Do we have a second? Do we we need to have a second?
7: Yes. I mean, it's a a minor motion. Yes, I would take a second. I think by Baker? Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: Roll call vote. Carlson? Yes. Baker? Yes. Parker? Yes. Russo? Yes. Swigard? Yes. Okay.
0: Um, The motion is declared approved. Any person desiring to appeal this decision to a court of record may do so within 30 days after this decision is filed with the city clerk's office. Thank you. Okay, next, uh, are there any uh, corrections or additions to the minutes? None from me. (laughs) Okay. Do we have a motion to accept?
5: I move we accept the minutes of the the June 14th meeting.
0: Second. Anybody opposed? Okay. In favor? Aye. 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 Are there any announcements? No announcements.
5: Okay. I just want to announce that you're all invited <laughs> to Furry yes, Lights on Sunday at 3 o'clock. To what? Furry Lights Bookstore, Sunday, 3 o'clock, where I was singing and dancing and uh, talking about a new book. This is this Sunday? This Sunday. And that's important city business, by the way. That's why I bring it up.
0: <laughs> okay. In that case, do we have a motion to adjourn?
2: I move we adjourn.
0: Second. Aye. Aye. Aye.
2: Aye.
0: Bryce? Well <laughs> oh, it's too, he already adjourned.
5: Yes. I'm still <laughs> here. It got it got so
3: much better during the meeting. I think I had to finagle my microphone earpiece around and at the beginning there, I couldn't distinguish two words put together, but I appreciate uh, you guys hanging in there and uh, allowing me to uh, uh, dial in. So thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. You adjourned. We're done.